Hi, I'm Miss Marcy, and you are listening to Conversations with Miss Marcy podcast. If you are looking for watered-down conversations, this might not be the podcast for you. I'm just saying. Welcome to another episode. Thank you guys for joining me again. It's so good to be back. And I want to say thank you to my listeners who um, have been giving me uh, a lot of, you know, positive feedback and everything and just showing love, showing love. I appreciate that. I really do. So let me tell y'all what I was thinking about earlier. Man, I was thinking about the fact that time flies. Oh my gosh. I'm just at a point where I'm just starting to feel like I wish time would just slow down. I mean, is it just me or does it feel like it's scary? It feels like it is so scary the way time is just flying by. I mean, we're already at the end of January. And then, you know, February be here. February is going to be a short month. And then by the time the summer gets here, hell, we are halfway through the year. That's scary to me. I don't know about nobody else. (laughs) But I'm just like, man. Then in November, my birthday will be here again. I'm like, oh, I'm so not ready. I'm so not ready. Well, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that. I mean, every every year, you know, it's a, it's a blessing to see a new year. But I'm just saying. So, yes, I was thinking about that. And I'm just like, I remember, I remember being young. And, you know, when you in high school, you got your little boyfriend or whatever the hell going on. And you think if y'all done been together for a, a whole year, you think that is something like, oh, my gosh, we've been together for a year. Well, actually, I guess when you're young, I guess a year is a long time. But, man, mm, when you grow up, you realize a year ain't shit. That is not a long time. I mean, it goes by like the snap of a finger. So what do we do? Nothing. There's nothing we can do. And you know, they say time is on your side. No, it's not. Time is not on nobody's side. Time waits for none of us. So we got to keep that in mind, you know, because there's nothing we can do about the the clock tick tocking. The only thing we can do is enjoy as much time as we possibly can. Don't take time for granted and make every moment count. And see, that's why I try to spend as much time as I possibly can with family and, 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 you know, close friends and just people that matter because honey, it's not slowing down. Mm -mm, Not at all. Okay. Now that I got that off my chest, let me tell y'all what I heard in the news the other day. Now this is about R. Kelly. Okay. Now I wasn't going to talk about R. Kelly, but it seems that the media is, 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 it's like this. R. Kelly's situation is almost like how I feel about the Kardashians. It's like, no matter if I don't really care to keep up with it, the media is like pushing it in our faces and down our throats to the point where we have no choice but to kind of like look into it a little bit. And I don't mean that in no shady way towards the Kardashians. I mean, I'm neutral when it comes to them. I don't really, I don't follow them, but I, you know, I don't like them. I don't dislike them. I just don't follow them. But I've noticed that I seem to know what be going on with them. And it's not because I go looking. It's just because, like I said, the media has a way of keeping them, keeping me in the know about those girls. But anyway, so let me tell y'all what I heard about this R. Kelly situation the other day. So there's a video out there with audio where in this audio, the guy, Tim Savage, he was on, um, he was on the 
surviving r kelly documentary um he is the father of joycelyn savage who joycelyn savage is the one one of the alleged victims of r kelly who is supposed to be still living with him and tim and his wife they were on the documentary you know talking about how they haven't seen their daughter in so long and blah 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 you know well in this audio that can be heard like i said on youtube tim is saying that the young lady faith who was on the documentary as well she was one of another one of r kelly's alleged victims and she's the one who said that r kelly allegedly infected her with herpes tim is on record having a conversation with a woman named Cash Jones, in which Cash Jones identified herself as Tim's XPR person. Okay, so they're having a conversation. He didn't know he was being recorded. And she got him on record saying that Faith is lying and that Faith's mother told her to go back and get more proof and all this other stuff and that he's only he was only trying to keep his mouth shut because his daughter is still caught up in the situation then he went on to talk about how one of the executive producers of surviving r kelly her name was tamara or tamala tamara her last name was simmons but she was one of the executive producers he went on to say that some of those girls in the documentary were lying and that Tamara Simmons, the executive producer, allegedly knew that the girls were lying, but she kept them in the documentary anyway because it was too much money to take them out. So I guess it was cheaper to keep them, okay? And I'm like, now this is just crazy. This whole situation is turning into... (laughs) Oh no, it's just turning into a, a a damn circus. And I mean, everybody coming out with something, everybody coming out with these books and these stories. I mean, ex-managers are speaking out. Hell, I, I saw somewhere where the ex-nutritionist was speaking out. I mean, come on. <laughs> these girls got these books out. I mean... I don't know, but I wanted to mention that because I thought it was crazy that he was on record saying that. And I mean, if th- if all of this is true, then it just brings question to the credibility of the documentary. It's like, this is not to say that um, he is completely innocent of anything or anything like that. Cause I, I definitely, I definitely believe that, you know, he had relationships with with some of those girls but i i said from day one that i don't believe that every one of those girls are telling the truth i do believe there are some lies somewhere in there i mean even just some of the things that they said that he said to them i think one girl said something about he told her he was training her like a dog or something like who the hell some of the things that they were saying that he would say to them it's like who what person would sit back and allow somebody i don't mm, I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but who the hell would sit back and allow somebody to say something like that to them? I'm training you like a dog. I mean, I'm just like, you, you couldn't have been that broken. You couldn't have had that much of some daddy issues or whatever. So where you're going to sit back and let somebody say something like that to you. Mm-mm. I, I just, I thought that was a bit much. So some of the things that they were saying that he would say just, I don't know. It just didn't seem 
Mm-hmm. And again, I'm not saying that he's innocent of anything. Or I'm not. I'm not saying that I don't believe any of it. I'm not saying that he is completely innocent of everything. I'm not saying that at all. But what I am saying is that I believe some of those girls were putting the cables on some of it. I do. I believe some of those girls were maybe adding some things. And you know, another thing I wanted to uh, point out was a couple of weeks ago when the documentary first came out and the young lady was her name Javante. She talked about how she saw Aaliyah and R. Kelly having sex on the, on the bus or whatever. And then Aaliyah's mom came out and she was saying that she's lying because, you know, um, her and her husband was with Aaliyah all the time during her time with R. Kelly, you know, during the, during her, during her career. But I had to question that, like, were you really always with her? Because if that's the case, then how was him and Aaliyah able to get married? He's evidently had some time that he spent alone with her to even get to that point. I mean, there is a real marriage certificate out there, which was signed by R. Kelly and Aaliyah. I mean, really? And then on top of that, and I posted this on my Instagram where I was saying that I pointed out how, according to, you know, what we've heard and, you know, the documentary and everything, R. Kelly was introduced to Aaliyah by her uncle Barry when she was 12. And around that time, he was still with public announcement. And during that time also was when they had that song out, Vibe. Y'all remember that song? But that was like, one of his songs i think he was still with public announcement well in the song towards the end of the song r kelly goes into dropping names you know talking about women who so-called had that vibe and he even says and little cute aaliyah's got it and i'm thinking to myself now mind you aaliyah was 12 okay so i'm thinking as a parent my antennas would have went all the way up like wait a minute why would you be mentioning my child's name in your song? And now don't get me wrong. We all know there's other, uh, there's other little girls named Aaliyah out there, but still, come on. I will be thinking, why would you mention my daughter's name in one of your sexually induced songs? You shouldn't even be paying no attention to my daughter. I'm just saying, this is what I will be thinking as a parent. So it's stuff like that, that does make you kind of wonder like, hmm, were her parents the type that just turned a blind eye to things? Or, you know, I mean, something was missing there. And then the interviews that she and R. Kelly did when they were, I remember the interview they did when she was like on BET and they were dressed alike, like they were a couple. And it did make you want to go back and wonder like, well, hell, what, where was her parents and what were they doing at the time? I mean, she was only 14, so which meant she was still under their supervision. You know, she wasn't grown. But I think that her mother came out and made that statement because she doesn't want, I, I believe they don't want Aaliyah's um, name to be associated with this whole situation. And I get it. But unfortunately, because of the type of relationship that r kelly did have with Aaliyah, her name is always going to kind of be attached to his i mean hell he produced her first album age ain't nothing but a number and i think that her parents are really big on keeping her you know her legacy and keeping her her image clean if you will but I feel like regardless of who she dated or what she had going on, I mean, I don't think of Aaliyah any different. You know, I think she was a young girl. I think she might have been a sweet girl, but I think she was a young girl like a lot of us. 
And I think that she might have made decisions where if she was still here now, she probably look back and say, damn, what was I thinking? Or, oh, my gosh, you know, I mean, she was just young. I believe she might have, you know, had dealings with R. Kelly thinking she was in love and things like that. And then turned out she found out he wasn't shit and she got away from him. And she started working with Missy and Timberland and seemed like she never looked back on R. Kelly. Like she just went forward with her life. Then it was alleged that she had a moment with Jay-Z. Okay. She had a moment with Jay-Z. I'm not sure how serious they were or weren't, but she had a moment with Jay-Z be right before she got right before she got with dame i mean there was even some photos out there where she went to a party she went with jay-z but she left with dame dash (laughs) child (laughs) i'm just saying (laughs) shit i don't know maybe jay-z gave her a ride to the party i don't know maybe he was just giving her a ride i don't know shit Look, I don't know if she smashed the homie or not, okay? I just know what was out there, what I saw. I don't know. But I will say her mama need to cut the shit, okay? Because obviously Aaliyah was not innocent. Now, I'm not saying she was no thought or nothing like that, but I'm saying she wasn't innocent. But just because she was not innocent does not take away from her as the beautiful person that she probably was or she, she might have been a sweetheart. But I'm just saying... Her mama acting like she in denial about some shit or she just don't want to, you know what I mean? Just don't want to admit some stuff. But I get it, you know, she don't want to make her daughter look bad in no kind of way. But again, to me, I wouldn't think think anything less of her. Speaking of R. Kelly, also I saw in the news where now the FBI is investigating if whether or not he committed a crime by flying... The girl Azriel Clary across the state lines back in 2015 because at the time she was 17. Her daddy fine as hell too. Did y'all see that on a documentary? <laughs> I was looking like, damn, her daddy cute. So yeah, they got that investigation going on. I'm telling you, this whole R- I got a feeling this whole R. Kelly thing is going to get even messier. And can y'all believe R. Kelly had a sold out show a few weeks ago? I mean, during all of this mess, he still, mm-mm, that's crazy. But you know, some people are saying they're not going to play his music anymore. And some people are saying you got to separate the music from the artist. You know, um, I do think that a lot of us, especially my generation, who we grew up to his music. And I mean, he had the R&B on lock during the 90s. He did. And I think there's a, there are a lot of great memories attached to his music for a lot of us so i think those of us who say well you know you got to separate the art from the from the artist you know we don't want to let go of those memories those great memories that we have attached to his music because to to say oh i'm not listening to his music no more to you know to say oh i'm just you know i'm just throwing away all my r kelly albums and stuff like that i mean well we don't have albums no we don't have cds no more anyway but i'm just saying for us to just throw away the music is to throw away those memories and i mean like yeah he made some really great music and i think that's one of the the things that people are um having to look at when it comes to this whole scandal anyways shout out to the cast and crew of black panther as they won at the sag awards and this week in theaters black panther will be showing for free for a whole week so that's cool so y'all know with them winning the SAG award that opens up the doors for the Oscars for them to win 
hopefully they will black panther was a really good movie um man it's been a year and that's gonna be cool for them to have the free showings during the month of february which is when they actually dropped the movie was last february so that's gonna be cool but i don't really agree with them doing a sequel you know what i sometimes i just do not like when when production of movies or shows they always want to do a sequel or a reboot or whatever just like they was talking about martin was gonna do a, a reboot and I'm like, no, I was not here for no reboot of Martin. Martin is a classic show. Number one. Number two, come on, it just won't be the same without Tommy. Everybody knows that. that that's one of those shows you got to have everybody, the original cast. But Carl Payne, better known as Cole, he was on Sister Circle. And he was saying that they're not doing a reboot. Thank goodness. They're not doing a reboot. But what they are doing is a new project with the same cast. I'm like, okay, that, that'll be cool. I'm here for that. Some things I just feel like need to be just left alone. They just need to be left alone. You don't always have to do a sequel or a freaking reboot. Just like they're, I think they're doing a, a part two to come into America. What? You don't wait 20 something, 30 something years later to do a, a, a part two of coming to America. Leave that movie alone. Now that's one of my, that, oh my gosh, that's one of my favorite classic movies. Oh my gosh. I'm just like, leave that alone. That is one of my ultimate favorite movies right there. That movie is funny to me every time I watch it. I don't care how many times I watch that movie. That movie is funny. Just like Martin, no matter how many times you've seen the show, it's just still funny. Some shows or movies just have that effect. And I feel like those are ones you just leave it alone. Don't try to recreate something. Just like with the house parties back in the day, um, the movie House Party with Kid and Play, I think part one was okay, just the way it was. And then they had to go make two, three, and four, man. By the time they got, I think they went up to five. I was over it after two. All right, I don't want to make this too long, so I think I'm going to stop right there. All right, guys, that's it for today's podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to like and subscribe and follow me on social media. All right, take care.